What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Mo back with another episode of Up in Flames. Today, I got a special guest, Garrett Owens, running back for Duquesne University. So, Garrett, I'm going to give the floor to you. Go ahead, say what's up to everybody, and just kind of give us an introduction on yourself. Yeah, so uh, uh, I'm a grad transfer into Duquesne University down in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I started off my career over at Mercerius University, which is a D2 school in the PSAC. Uh, known as the PSAC, it's just a conference. It's uh, the state of Pennsylvania. You know, a lot of a lot of good competition coming out of there. You got yeah, Mercer, IEP, Slippery Rock. Um, you know, on the west side, and a lot of good East teams. You know, you got you know the whole conference is is great competition. You know, every team that I've played, it's all three have been. And I was pretty successful there. I got redshirted. And that's why I'm grad transferring. I got that fifth year, um, you know, my sophomore year, my redshirt freshman year. Um, I, I earned a starting spot after like week three and then continue to just earn that position, you know, throughout my career there until my senior year. Um, my, my freshman year, I had almost 900 rushing yards. Um, I don't remember every stat. Um, my sophomore year, I had a good season. You know, I broke a record. Um, it was like one of my highlights from that year. Um, I was real close to a thousand rushing yards, and uh, the record that I had was just it was 420 all-purpose yards, um, 21 rushes for 270, and three touchdowns. So you know, 420 all-purpose was like stuff I was throwing up in high school, and you know, to do that in a college game was definitely, definitely an accomplishment of mine. Uh, I was all conference that year as well. Going into my senior year, I had another good year. Uh, led the team in receptions as well as rushing yards. Uh, broke a thousand my senior year. Uh, you know, just continued to, to lead the team in an offensive perspective. And uh, I had another school record that year. It was, just, it was a 98 yard rushing touchdown I broke against Clarion. I was like backed up in the end zone. And, uh, you know, just we, we, we ran a lot of power and I busted power for like 98 yards. But that was something that I remember, you know, from my senior year. And uh, so, you know, overall, I don't want to get into it too much to talk about myself here. But, you know, I had, I had a successful career at Mercer as a running back, you know, 6'3", 225 now. And, you know, looking at other running backs in the conference, you know, you don't have a lot of running backs that are like six. It looked like tight ends, you know. Yeah, but, that's yeah, that's 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 big for a running back. But uh, you know, after my after my senior year of of college, which would be my redshirt junior year, so I had that fifth year. Um, just looking, I wasn't even really considering it um, as far as like transferring goes, like mid season, and then as as the end of the season, you know, just kind of trying to focus on football and school and. 
being successful there from week to week, you know, the reality started to set in after like the last game and uh, like, okay, if I'm going to come back for a fifth year, am I really going to, you know, am I really just going to take a couple classes and just, you know, just settle? Like, I, I don't like to be mediocre in anything. So, right. yeah, I'm going to be here and play football and excel there. But I also don't want to like settle for like a mediocre couple classes and just like not use them. So I thought to myself, like, okay, well, maybe I should consider you know, transferring like a lot of kids are doing it nowadays. And, you know, I didn't see it as a bad thing at all. So I just kind of looked into it, looked, researched some schools. Um, I did finance the Mercier's, looked into MBA programs. A lot of schools had good MBA programs all, all over the nation. I, I was optimistic, you know, going to a good D2 conference. So I wasn't like intimidated by D1, FBS or FCS. So, you know, I, I just looked around couple schools but the unique thing about Duquesne was that out of all the schools that I was looking at you know they reached out to me out of nowhere and uh that was pretty pretty cool and then once I got talking to them what what position they were in offensively um it kind of made me realize that okay this is like a this is a unique opportunity this is a good opportunity I had to go after it and I did and uh you know I've just been working hard this summer looking forward to getting on campus and moving down there Monday. So that's from this podcast, that's five days from now. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to get down there and uh, I've been learning the offense. Everything's clicking and I'm just excited, you know, based off this COVID stuff going on, our first games at air force. Um, We play another, you know, so that's big school. That'll be, that'll be awesome. Um, We got like coastal Carolina week three. And so, big school so i'm excited to just uh earn earn the spot on the team and just contribute to to win games and just it's about it <laughs> yeah man that that's really like that's really dope man is is like the fact that you went d2 was big time successful all conference broke records i mean that that 420 yards all purpose is crazy just because like you said you were putting that up in high school so to go to the next level and do that is like you know, I feel like, you know, when you do something great at one level, it's like it gets a little bit tougher when you get to college and then it's going to even look be a little bit tougher, or a lot tougher when you, when eventually you get to the pros. Um, so how has that been? Like, because you, you did mention the COVID stuff, how have you been able to work out consistently and, and kind of put in the same work that you've put in the past four years or really I say your lifetime of playing football? Has it stopped you at all? That uh, just a local training facility is called Fitness in Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. First year I ever went to like a training facility like that, and that helped me a lot. You know, going in, staying healthy for all eleven games. You know, being being able to be durable throughout the season. And this summer, when all this stuff happened, well, actually last spring in March, you know, we all get sent home, and all the gyms are closed, and we're thinking to ourselves, okay, what are we gonna do? Thankfully, I had you know some weights at home like a bench to squat cleans, you know, hang cleans. I had, you know, dumbbells. So I was able to do what I can, you know, based off the knowledge that I've had from working out over the years and just kind of putting together their strength, like a strength phase and power phase from what I had. And um, as far as like, you know, running goes, like, like my brother, is, he's an Erie Sheriff. So he's in 
he's he's in law enforcement and he has this he has a uh it's not like a weight vest that you would see in, in a training facility yeah but it's like it's like a it's an armor plate vest so you got one on the front and back and that's like 25 pounds so i'll do hill sprints with that and stuff like that thankfully gyms are open now and that's what i've been doing but my point is is that my running and drills cone drills and things like that didn't really change just kind of like didn't have the opportunity to use as heavy of weights and things like that but so i was definitely able to keep up with it as much as i could you know daily so right so like i said um ultimately i had read about you on an nfl draft diamonds interview so i guess with being in an interview with people who scout um, especially like the smaller schools, the D2 schools, the NAIAs, the, the FCS schools. When did it become real to you that you would actually have an opportunity to go to the NFL? Because I know you're going to play your fifth year, but like when did you have a realization, whether it was in high school, college, or anything like that, that you thought like, man, I could go to the NFL? Like when did it become real? Right, yeah. Um, for me, you know, I'm not... I'm not one to kind of walk around and carry myself like, you know, hey, I'm entitled to doing this or doing that or like everything. My mindset is like, you got to earn it. So as far as that goes, the the reality kind of hit me my junior year of college when there was a kid on my team and other kids. There's always been kids through the, throughout the PSAC that get shots and even make the NFL. Like I said in my interview, there was a kid from Slippery Rock that, that I played against that's that made it, he was in the league for, for years and I think still is. But there was a kid on my team um, who, you know, he got a shot and went to a camp, you know, and just hearing from somebody on my team getting scouted, going to a camp and being looked at, he, he didn't end up making the team, but just the reality that, look, scouts are looking, they're gonna invite you so when that opportunity comes for me all the preparation that i'm doing and then and when that opportunity comes you know it's gonna prove though and earn that so oh i'm i'm still my mindset is just oh i have i have that mission but you know just grinding day to day and working towards this upcoming season and just working on the things that i have to do have a successful season and then after i have a successful year the next step is working to get to the combine or pro days or whatever whatever is ahead of me you know right i don't really tend to dwell on the uncertainty of that um or try and predict my future too much or worry about it you know i just work hard every day and just make sure i'm doing the daily things to get there you know what i mean if you don't do it you don't do the things on a daily basis weekly basis and set goals in that in that aspect then you know I don't know. right so um because you're a running back and there's, there's always talks about you know in the league that the shelf life of running backs isn't as long um realistically besides linemen I feel like when especially when we talk about skill positions running backs take a bigger beating than quarterbacks wide receivers Y'all get hit on a constant basis. You know, you're, you're expected to break tackles. You're expected to protect the quarterback. There's an overall responsibility. Now you guys are more pass-catching backs. Also, y'all are more involved in the pass game than ever before. 
Um, how do you feel about that? Because they say the shelf life and, and teams are hesitant to pay running backs in the long term. But then right as the, right in the time of that, you see Ezekiel Elliott get a six-year deal. You see McCaffrey get a record-breaking deal. And then you see a workhorse like Derrick Henry who just pounds the ball. He gets a long-term big money deal. So with you being a running back, like how do you feel about that look on running backs in that aspect and the way it's going? Yeah, so like you were saying, you know, it's like an average. I was thinking about this. It's like an average of three years or four years, you know. So I was just thinking we were talking, we were talking about versatility. And then you have backs with a real narrow skill set for short yardage or something like that, where they're kind of getting the ball, making a cut north, whatever it may be, you know, like there's some backs that are kind of in between. I feel like there's like really versatile and then there's kind of a narrow skill set. You know what I mean? Right. So as far as looking at types of players like that, you know, rookie contracts tend to be, you know, four, three to four years and, you're not like the odds that you know running back gets hurt quarterback like all the risk back i think is higher than the average player and i don't know like as far as teams like being hesitant to pay more i mean you have some backs you know i mean you're talking about big deals like even a, a lower end contract for me because i'm not in the nfl right like, I mean, you're talking millions of dollars. Like, I would, people, I don't know. It's, it's a tricky thing to think about. Like, it just, I, I mean, they're comparing themselves to other players who are getting paid, like, a whole lot. Like, you look at Mahomes, and then you got the best running back in the league that's not even comparable. So, it's, it's definitely a big gap. But I think as power offenses and, like, that pro style of just running, like, you know, like, 21 personnel we're running like odd formation power yeah. obviously that is like evolving like most teams run a spread and they're as far as running back goes you got like McCaffrey Kamara all these types of backs that are versatile and I think the running back position itself is just evolving and the demand to be versatile is going up and for me like that's how I've always played so I mean I kind of like even going to Duquesne, they they have like a spread offense, and at Mercer's we we ran more of a power offense. Right. So, and I'm not opposed to that. I like I like both. I just love football. But yeah. I like I said I led the team in receptions my last year at Mercer's, and just the aspect of being versatile is like, it's it's a blast. I love getting the routes. I love running the football. I just love you know playing the game in general. And uh, as far as the pay, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, I just I just think about risk. And then, like, if you're a more versatile back, I think that risk kind of goes down because you're not just getting pounded every play, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, man, it's just, it's just dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then to, you know, I definitely hope nothing but the best for you going forward. Um, hopefully there is a college football season. Um, has that been like a concern for y'all? Is that is is does that get talked about between players? I know y'all do a lot of these Zoom calls now as opposed to having like regular meetings. So is like the cancellation of a college football season is that a big conversation when you guys get together and talk? Uh, 
Yeah, um, as of right now, the like the uh, NEC, you know, presidents or you know whoever's in charge of the NEC, they sent us all an email, and we've met with our team and everything like that. And we got like the news as of right now is that everything's on. Um, our season got pushed back a week, so it was September fifth, which is our first game against Air Force, but now it's September. But there's like, you know, we're still allowed to play our non-conference games. Um, and our game for Air Force on the 5th is still, we're still out of it. Um, the Patriot League did get canceled because of COVID and everything. And that includes, if I'm right, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the Patriot League has Army and Navy. Yeah. So those are obviously two big games for Air Force. And that's one of our biggest games this year um, as far as non-conference games go. And but at, you know, I don't know what Air Force is gonna do. Um, as of right now, uh, our eleven games are still on, and uh, I'm moving in in a couple days here. And you know, we have like a like a four phase process. We've been kind of isolating at home for two weeks just to ensure that we're healthy when we get on campus. And then we have like, you know, two which are two week increments, and we're gonna slowly kind of work into going full tilt but it's definitely going to be a process and uh i don't know i've just been doing what i'm doing and uh you know just working working out and doing all the little things to get ready and uh it's all you can do if, if the way i see it is like if we have a season amazing awesome you know we're going to be playing football in the fall but if we don't you know good like i, I see good in both Right. If we play, that's awesome. If we don't, yeah, there's, you know, obviously some negatives that come out of it, but, you know, we have time, months uh, to to get stronger, faster, prepare, you know, gain chemistry as a team, and just, you know, there's nothing you can really do. I came from PSAC, and if I was still Mercyhurst right now, we wouldn't be playing. They already canceled their fall season, so it's definitely an interesting time. Yeah, definitely has been an adjustment for all of us. Um, one last thing I just want to talk to you about, you know, before I let you go, is just like, you know, one thing I read, like I said, I read your interview, and, and that's what made me reach out to you is just, you know, you reading the interview, man, you seemed like you was a really focused guy, but the the thing that stood out the most was when they asked you about your influences, and your answer was the Navy SEALs. Like, you don't see that kind of answer from people that aren't like to me that tells a lot about a person so what is it about the navy seals um i'm in the navy i'm not a seal but i'm in the navy and those are some of the best of the best as far as warriors go in in the world let alone in america let alone in the world but like i said it just says a lot about a person and kind of where their focus is and what type of person yeah, they right. are so what is it about them that like is the ultimate influence for you like that that's what you said when you get asked that question yeah, so honestly, like I said, an, inter an interest in the military has always been kind of on my mind after high school. Um, you know, obviously I'm not in the military. It's right. just like I said, you know, it's just not, as of right now in my life, it's not, you know, that it's not the right time for me to join. You know, right. I, I might, I, you know, after football's over, after school's over, you know, whether I do or not, you know, the time will come for me to make the decision, but they definitely have a, a great 
influence on me. You know, I don't personally know any Navy SEALs, but I do follow, I do follow what they do, what they live for, what they stand for. And, uh, I'm definitely thankful for what they do for our country. And, uh, you know, just the way that the whole process goes of becoming a SEAL, you know, you look at buds and, and you look at, you know, the training that they go through, you know, after buds and the missions that go on just everything, you know, I've, I've been reading books. Um, a big influence of mine, you know, is Jocko Willink. Um, he's got extreme ownership, dichotomy of leadership, all these great books. Um, I follow his podcast too. Um, you know, Sean Ryan, um, you got like Marcus Luttrell and everything like that. It's just like being able to push yourself to that limit. It's something that I've never done going through buds, going through everything that they do. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, it's unbelievable and it's really inspiring. You know, it's motivating. You know what I mean? Um, the discipline that they have, you know, just reading, reading about what they do. They're never quit mentality. Like I said, in the interview is just something that something that's kind of on my mind every day. Like, you know, I've been get I get up at like, 435 most days of the week go work out and like i don't know it's just a big a big influence on my life and uh definitely something outside of athletics and something i try to keep in mind even when i am playing football is like look us to be able to play football to play the game is a privilege we have the freedom to do that because of the sacrifices that they have made you know what i mean yeah. as of right now in the past the people that's lost their lives and like it's just definitely, it's just it's just something to stay conscious of on a daily basis, and it just allows you to, to uh, not take things for granted, you know, you know, like coming to, you know, coming to, uh, to a bigger school, you know, you get a lot more, you get a lot more gear and things like that, and I'm not saying everybody takes it for granted by any means, but I think, for me, something simple like that, you know, like you know, oh, we're in college football, we get gear and all this, and it's like, man, like. The fact that we get gear, we can play football, we can get together as a football team, eat meals together, play the game. You know, it's just, it's a blessing. And, you know, the Navy SEALs, is, are they are not the only military, like all military too. Like just, you know, just the fact that we have the freedom to do what we do, um, it's just definitely super inspiring for me. Yeah, man. And, and like I said, that's just cool that, you know, like I said, with that answer and being able to say that, it just, like I said, it does tell a lot about a person, Um, just the appreciation, because I, I was somebody, you know, I, I played high school, played college ball, and then I, the military was an afterthought for me, like, I was like, I'm never going to join the military, Um, there was a point in time when I was in high school, the Naval Academy came to recruit me, and it was one of those, like, sir, no disrespect, but I don't plan on being in the military, and it's like, look right. at me now, I'm in the military, but it is something that... We all take everything for granted just as 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 a human race and so you never yeah, fully man. understand until you actually decide to do that like now being on the other side do I feel like I deserve the same praise as as other guys who actually sacrificed their lives the seals the the army rangers no but it's just when you walk somewhere and you have that uniform on and and people tell you thank you for your service you know for the longest time I never knew how to respond you'll tell me thank you for your service and I'll be like I mean, I, I just, I, work, I go to work every day. It's just a regular job. But then I started learning yeah. that you need to thank the people that appreciate you. So now somebody, you know, thank you for your service. I appreciate you. Thank you for your support. You know, because 
the more time you do, the longer you're in, the, the more you start realizing that people are very proud of what you're doing, whether you're the top guy who does everything to make it shake or you're the bottom guy. But just having that uniform on, people do show high appreciation. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you don't want to seem rude and be like, yeah, sure, that's just what I do. Like, it's, you know, the same way I get a thank you for your service, I get thank you for your support. Because it's big for people to see you out in town, don't know you from Lent, and go out your way to say, you know, thank you. Like, that's big for them to do that. So, so that's definitely big time. But, you know, that's all the time we're going to have for today. Um, I appreciate you for getting on with me. Um, we definitely going to be following you here at Up in Flames um, for the podcast. We have some big things coming. So this might not be your only feature on here. You know, if you're always willing, anytime you have time, let alone, you know, we're working on some other things to where it's going to be bigger and it's going to be more than just me and yeah, for sure. kind of working on the network. So, if it, you know, I definitely would be willing to feature you and, and that would be something to do in the future. But is there any last words you want to say before we go? Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, you know, it's funny, this was my first podcast, I just appreciate you talking, you know, meeting new people, I mean, I mean, we're on opposite sides of the country, and we're just, you know, obviously, we're relating on things, you know, right, and uh, it's just really cool to talk to you, and, you know, see what we have in common, and just share kind of our stories, Um, again, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, that's all I got, I, I don't know, I appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, man, I appreciate you for coming on, and we're going to continue to follow you. So everybody needs to know, man, we're going to follow Garrett Owens, running back for Duquesne this year. We're going to catch the games that are on TV. And on that note, Up in Flames is out.